Hello, friends. Have you noticed that you can get caught up in consuming content? Or maybe you notice you are hyper, hyper focused on the doing. Empaths, we often consume. And I know because that was me too, soaking up information from all my favorite teachers and mentors. But it wasn't until I started focusing more on the being and embodiment work that the door to massive clarity was finally unlocked. And I no longer got confused about what was my energy versus everybody else's. I was able to become a more clear channel for creation and as a result, transform my life, business, and health. In fact, my meditation and embodiment practice is what helped me have a nearly $40,000 month this past January, see the highest downloaded month of the podcast, and finally release a lot of unnecessary stress. And my clients felt it and saw it in their lives too. It wasn't reading more articles. It wasn't doing more busy work. So I'm inviting you to graduate from the spongy empath consumer into the self-activated sovereign healer. You can take your podcast listening experience from, ooh, I feel seen, heard, and inspired to, holy shit, I actually feel different. My being has shifted. I am the embodiment of the woman I desire to be. The Third Eye Collective is a simple way to upgrade your experience and commit not only to a meditation practice that complements your healing, but also receive personalized coaching so you can be clear on what direct actions to implement into your highest goals. There are two simple ways to get involved at $11 or $22 a month with no commitment. So if this is calling your name, join this amazing and growing community. Welcome to the Uncensored Empath, a place for us to discuss highly sensitive energy, illness, healing, and transformation. My name is Sarah Small, and I'm a life and success coach for empaths who want to create a thriving body, business, and life. Think of this podcast as your no BS guide to navigating life, health, and entrepreneurship. You'll get straight to the point, totally holistic tips from me in real time as I navigate this healing and growth journey right beside you. This is a Soul Fire production. Hello, everyone. This is going to be a training on growing through grief and cultivating resilience when you are on your business building journey. So often I hear people mirror and reflect this statement and question back to me, which is, wow, you've been through so much. How do you do it? How do you keep moving forward? How do you keep going? And oftentimes my answer would be to these people, I don't know. I don't know. But I got asked this question again this week and it just re- it's recurring for me. And I decided that it was time to sit down and to really reflect on on this question and what my answer is. And I posted something yesterday in the group that said, remember, it is not what you know, but who you are that is your best marketing asset. And I truly believe this. You can be a genius and an asshole and people aren't going to want to work with you. You can be trained in every modality and have a wall full of certificates framed and looking beautiful, 
But if you show up out of integrity and disrespectful, people aren't going to want to work with you. So one of the greatest assets in your business is simply who you are at the core foundational level. And what I've seen reflected in my business is that even though I got a lot of trainings and I do know a lot about a lot of things, it's not what I know, but what I've lived through. That is what deeply connects to another person's heart. I like to think that the resilience that I've built in my journey is a mirror for your own ability, for your own resilience. And like my favorite, Glennon Doyle says and reminds us, we can do hard things. For me, that has meant that I've gone from self-harm, self-hate, body hatred to owning every little inch, crevice and crack and wrinkle on my body. And that has meant going from broke, $25,000 in debt to $100,000 launches. That has meant going from heartbroken, devastated, to this insurmountable loss of the suicide of my brother, to inspired to live differently and to launch my business and leave my job. That has meant going through sexual trauma and feeling so unsafe in the world to reclaiming my power. That has meant going from self-conscious of my skin to the point that I would not even leave my house to showing up with you today without makeup on. That has meant going from debilitating anxiety to launching my business anyways. It has meant going from losing my other brother, Joe, a week after my wedding to not giving up on my life and my business. And there's been other things. There's been mold illness, a whole chronic illness journey with autoimmune disease, parasites in my brain, breakups, heartbreak, family trauma, fibromyalgia, chronic pain, autoimmune flares, all of it. I know I'm not alone in this. I know you have a story of your own. I'm not here to tell you that it's easy or to make it look easy at all. I'm here to show you that you could do hard things too, that you can cultivate your own resilience. Hmm. I want to take a quick moment for you to just check in with yourself. If it's safe for you to close your eyes, maybe you close your eyes or you just bring your hands to your belly or your heart and take a deep breath. And I just want you to notice how your body's feeling. We rarely stop to do this throughout the day. And for me, I've been doing this and reminding myself to do this a lot during quarantine, during social distancing, and as things reopen and then close again, and all these rules and all these restrictions, I've been really reminding myself to tap in and just notice how I'm truly feeling. And I've noticed in tapping into my own body and listening to my needs and my feelings that I've been really craving an outlet to talk 
to talk about everything that's been on on my heart and on my mind and in my body. And my weekly sessions with my therapist from BetterHelp have been so supportive and so life-changing and so necessary right now that I know that I have this one hour every week plus messaging in between our calls to just express myself. And to do that, check in with my body, check in with my thoughts and notice what layers of grief are coming up, what stressors are coming up, how was I triggered this week, what family issues are coming back up to the surface that are bringing up negative emotions. And so I just want to give you all permission if you haven't already given yourself permission to know that you are worthy and deserving of this support as well. And I've partnered up with BetterHelp to provide you accessible, affordable counseling. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling that is done online and allows you to have that outlet, that platform to get matched with a counselor that's going to be the best fit for you and align with your values to be continuously supported. So if this feels like a good fit for you, I want to give you 10% off your first month. Go to trybetterhelp.com backslash uncensored empath. That's trybetterhelp.com backslash uncensored empath and get 10% off your first month of therapy. So I was in therapy just a couple hours ago today and my therapist and I were talking about how sometimes when people tell me, oh, you should be more sad or how are you so okay, that it triggers me. It hurts me. And instead of thinking, who are you to say that or judge me, I often actually revert to, oh my gosh, are they right? Am I doing something wrong? Am I supposed to be more sad? And I feel that judgment. One time in a grief and loss support group around sudden death, I was in the group and a woman told me that losing my brother was going to happen anyways because he was a drug addict. And my first thought was, oh my gosh, I'm not supposed to be here. My loss was inevitable. It's not like their loss. My second thought was, what the actual fuck? Go fuck yourself. (laughs) But my first thought was actually questioning my own grief. And so my therapist asked me, does anything about your grieving process feel wrong or unhealthy? And I stopped to think about it because I wasn't sure. And as I sat in that reality and reflected, I said, no, no, it doesn't. What people don't realize is that I am deeply versed in adversity. And when you have that much practice, you start to get really good at alchemy. You get good at being resilient. You get good at navigating the dark, heavy waters of life. 
And my answer to the question, how do you keep going? How do you do it? Is no longer, I don't know. And instead, it is, I'm resilient. That's how. I am unfortunately well experienced. And the secret is not to throw yourself into tough situations so that you can become more practiced or well-versed. The secret is actually to give yourself what I call pockets. Pockets of grief. Pockets of sadness. Pockets of anger. Pockets of rage. And it is in these pockets that I fully express myself. I know that that's not what you typically see from the outside. That's not what you always see on social media, even though I am pretty damn transparent and uncensored with you. But I can assure you that is what's happening behind the scenes. One hour of breath work in which I scream and cry ugly tears. And it's not that my emotions then become restricted after that pocket of time or a breathwork session. It's that I actually fully express them during that time for as long as I need so that it's emptied. The whole bucket just got poured out. I did not restrain or hold anything back. So there's no need to sit in it then for rest of the day. Doesn't mean there's some days where it, you know, it doesn't linger. But generally, I don't need to sit in it for rest of the day. There's typically no benefit to ruminating over it. And instead, it was fully, fully felt. And then I'm able to continue to show up. Then I can serve. Then I can have my impact, hold my big vision, and meet my goals. And I have my brothers to thank for the emotional intelligence that I've been able to build in my life. I didn't start the emotional intelligence journey from day one. I started that journey June 28th, 2015, the day that my brother Jordan died. Because on that day, My bucket of emotions was already so fucking full. I had become really good at shoving things down, hiding them away, and finding all the little cracks I could stick my emotions into. I was already in such a bad place in my life that when he died, everything poured out. All of it. It could not stay hidden and ignored anymore. It simply wasn't possible. I had reached my threshold. And that is when my journey began. I started to build the ability to feel again after years of numbing. I started to learn how to reconnect to my emotions so that in those pockets, 
I unleash myself. This is an active process. I unleash myself fully. There's no more, no more holding back. I am fully alive. I am fully expressed. I am fully authentically me. So to go back to that question again, how do you grow through grief, tragedy, challenge, and continue to build an abundant, successful business? You give yourself pockets. You let yourself feel. You build up your resilience. You take off the chains and set yourself free. Who you are, not what you know, will reverberate throughout your community. It will be felt and heard and seen. So, who will you be? Who will you be? To what capacity will you allow yourself to truly be? And that, my loves, is the key. It's right there. It's not overcomplicated. It's simple. That is the key. So if you're craving these pockets of freedom, of expression, of emotion, and you can track your own tendency to stick things away in the cracks and crevices and let the bucket fill and fill and fill like I used to as well, then I really think you should come join us. (laughs) The Empath Leaders Membership is your container for self-discovery. For seeing yourself, for holding up a mirror, for giving yourself permission. And when you do that and you practice that in your life, it will have immense ripple effects on your life, on your business, and on the whole fucking world. There is no doubt in my mind. So I invite you to sit with that for a moment and see what the possibility of that feels like in your body. Because what I'm really asking you to do is be an embodied leader. To be a fully embodied leader. I don't, that makes me want to cry right now for some reason. But when I watch these women step into the true empowered, embodied version of themselves in their leadership role, it is everything. It is fucking gorgeous. There's a magic to it. It's truly incredible. I don't know what else to say about it. And I want that for all of you. I want that for all of you because I've been able to see what that has shifted for me in my life. I 
just one woman over here, you guys. Growing through grief, building a business through hard, challenging times is not something just I can do. Fuck that. You can all do that. I believe in you. Are you going to choose to believe in yourself today? I love you all. I hope you have a really good rest of your day. And you take really, really good care of yourself. And maybe you start practicing giving yourself that pocket 